his karate lessons might not turn him into a black belt. Hi-ya! And even after band camp, he might not be the greatest musician. But with the 3% annual percentage yield you can earn on a PenFed premium online savings account, your goal of supporting his dreams, thanks for everything, mom and dad, will always be worth it. Apply today at PenFed.org savings. Federally insured by NCUA. $5 minimum to open account. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed. PenFed's got great rates for everyone. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. WBEN, Joe uh, will be here this afternoon in for Tom Bowerly. I'm, uh, you know, getting used to the snow out there. Not that bad when I was driving in. I can't wait to see my car later, and I hope. I kept the snow brush in. Remember last time it snowed, I said, uh, yeah, bring the snow brush inside with you. That way you don't have to brush off, you know, the edge of the door, get snow in the car while you reach for the snow brush inside the car. Didn't do it this time around. Nope, always forget uh, to do any of that. So, yeah. (laughs) I mean, as predicted, right? Come up with a great idea a week later. Forgot you even thought of it until it's way too late. But that's me. Anyway, we're talking about the snow. I'll take your calls, 803-0930. What annoys you most when we have the snow like this? I mean, there's got to be some snow pet peeves or just something that you hate about driving in the snow, about dealing with the snow, moving the snow, or frankly, just hearing other people talk about it. You can let me know, 803-0930. Give me a call or... Send a text to the Volkswagen of Orchard Park text board. Snow is, uh, you know, listen, this shouldn't be that bad. I, I'm not looking forward to going out and clearing it all out, but it's got to be done, I guess. It's uh, not too bad today. I am and I am not surprised that Buffalo schools all remote today. There's a snow day in Niagara Falls. Uh, there's some other schools that were shut down because of the snow. You know, you look outside, and I I don't know. Am I now the old guy who used to say this to me when I was a kid? You know, we used to be waist-deep in snow, uphill both ways, going to school. They never canceled school for anything. I always hated hearing that, but now I feel like I'm that guy. And we canceled school for this? And... I I mean, this would have never canceled school when I was going to school. It wasn't that long ago either. At least I don't think. I get it in a way that, you know, ever since that, what, it's about four or five years ago now. And I believe it was West Seneca where that was really the problem, where we had a snowstorm and buses were kind of stuck. It was a huge traffic jam. Kids didn't get home till 9 o'clock or maybe even later. Ever since then, I think everybody is very quick to say, okay, we're going to have a problem later on in the day. Let's just, we'll stay home. It's not worth going through that headache again. Which on one hand I get. On the other hand, to me that's part of, you know, we talked to the mayor. We, uh, you know, about being prepared for the snow, what happened last time around. And 
just as much as the plows, and I know one is reliant on the other, but just as much as that, I mean, having the buses being ready, like, that all goes into, you know, having that city reputation. It's not just, oh, no one can drive or we're all crashing into the guardrail uh, and the streets aren't plowed, we, you know, we can't handle the snow. It's also like, did everyone go to work? Did everyone go to school? You know, did you cancel school over three inches? Which is basically what I'm seeing now outside of our studio in Amherst, and it's kind of the same all across western New York. I, I think that's part of it. And, uh, you know, I don't want to go back into the we're not as tough as we think we are, but... I mean, when you see school being canceled, you see what the storm really is. I don't know. I think we do have a little bit of work to do to regain that reputation of uh, being tough, especially with this. On our Volkswagen of Orchard Park text board, it's, you know, we get a lot of this. What annoys me most is the hysterica, uh, hysterica, hysteria leading up to the day it snows. All the news, weather, hysteria. I You know, I don't think it's hysteria. I think it's just... What you need to know. I mean, if yes, even if it's not enough snow to totally wreck your day, it is probably the thing that you need to know in western New York today. It's going to snow. It's going to be enough where you're going to have to clear an entrance for the mailman. You're probably going to have to take out the snowblower for your driveway. You're going to need extra time to get to work on the roads because even if you have no problem in the snow. Everyone else is moving slower. So it is the thing that you need to know. So I don't think it's hysteria. I think it's, you know, hey, listen, for everyone just tuning in, listening for a few minutes here and there, if you need to know one thing, it's that uh, this is going to be with us throughout the rest of the day. And later on this afternoon, it might be a little bit worse than it is. But what's your snow storm pet peeves i will tell you mine i think i've said this before my absolute pet peeve when it's snowing is that everybody forgets how to park when it snows and i'm not really talking about on street parking because that can be tricky i'm talking about in a parking lot how does nobody know how to park when it snows outside? As soon as those lines are covered up, it's like nobody's ever been in a parking lot before. You got cars crooked. You got ones that are parked in three different spots or four different spots. They're, you know, double parked on one side. Or maybe they're double parked because they pulled through or backed in a little too far. And... You know, these are in parking lots where I see this, and it's the same cars. You know, it's like the gym parking lot. It's the same people there, the same time, every single day. You know what the parking lot looks like. You know generally where the parking spaces are. The second it snows, there's cars all over the place. The parking lot is at a third capacity because there's cars just strewn about. There's cars in the middle of the, uh, you know, way where you're supposed to drive and find a parking spot. How is it that happens? You know what a parking lot looks like. 
You know where to go. And even if the very first guy isn't parked in the right spot, you can figure it out and work your way around, can't you? That's my big pet peeve. That's the one thing I can't stand when it snows. You think, it, and it happens all the time. And when we have snow like this and what we had over the past two weeks, it has been that way in, what, over 50% of parking lots I've been in for the last week and a half. And if this snow doesn't melt, it will be that way for the next month. It's like a month and a half of just chaos in the parking lots every single year around western New York. And I don't get it. I mean, you can point to there are, you know, just when uh, there's no snow on the ground, there's a lot of people who can't park in the space. But it is almost everybody. When there's snow on the ground. And I just, I can't believe it. I can't stand it. So that's my big snow pet peeve. I want to know uh, what yours is. Someone chiming in on our, t- 803-0930 if you want to weigh in. Uh, someone texting in. Every parking lot gets that way with a little snow. I know. It's every park. It's a little snowfall. If the lines are covered up just a little bit, it turns to chaos. Grocery store, it doesn't matter where you are. Big parking lots. It's, uh, well, I'll just put it in park here. Ah, close enough. I don't get it. You don't do that when you know where the lines are. Why do you do that right now? I I, I will just never understand. So what's your snow pet peeve? And with the Buffalo Auto Show going on right now, how much does snow play a factor into what you drive? Right, because we don't have snow all the time. We don't even have snow most of the time. But it is a factor in, I think, how a lot of people buy their cars. Is this going to be good in the snow for the, you know, what is it, 10, let's say 10 days a year where you really need something that's good in the snow? 10 days a year, and, I, you know, it does for me. I'm not saying you're crazy. I absolutely, when I was getting this new car, how is it going to handle in the snow? But is it crazy that we put so much attention? How much attention do you play or put into that? If you're going to the auto show today or over the weekend, are you only paying attention to the cars that are nice in the snow? How do you handle that? 803-0930. Let's go to Tony in Buffalo. Tony, you're on WBEN. Thanks for listening, Tony. Uh, what gets on your uh, you know, back? What grinds your gears when it, the snow starts flying here? Uh, people that don't clean their vehicles off. Uh, they don't clean their taillights. They don't clean their headlights. Uh, they do a little hole in the window. Um, just, it's terrible. I'm in North Buffalo right now on Parkside, and there's somebody in front of me going 12 miles an hour. And it's just people that, you know, that, number one, don't clean their vehicles off, and number two, don't know how to drive. That's like all-encompassing, you know, the number two. right? Don't know how to drive. (laughs) I mean, you can say that about so many things. Um, The the don't clean your vehicle off, Tony, I don't know about you. I sometimes look at these cars with the mound of snow on the door and on top of it and on the hood, and I think it must take more time to cut out these perfect little holes than it does to just brush your car off totally. Oh, exactly, exactly, and, and I'm I'm six foot four. I have a Tahoe. I clean off the top of my vehicle. 
You know, I have one of those snow brushes you can extend out like four feet. You know, these people, you know, they got these little handheld ice scrapers and, you know, it's like, clean your car off. Think of somebody else. Think of safety. You know, it's like they're driving down the road with snow blowing off the top of their car and, you know, blinding traffic behind it. It's just people just, you know, they have they have no clue. See, now, Tony, I usually I'll give a pass to the top of a big SUV and there's someone who can't reach it behind there. But you're going the opposite way. You're, you're saying, you know, you have the big car. You better get the big stick to remove all the snow. Yeah, like I said, I understand. I'm six four. I, I, you know, my wife's only five foot seven. She'd never be able to do it. But at least clean the hood, clean the windshield, do the side windows. You know, do your brake lights and your headlights. I mean, I just passed a person that literally you couldn't see their headlights and you couldn't see their taillights, and their back window wasn't clean. And they had a little. It was a little Honda Civic. I'm like, really? Yeah. <laughs> no, I get it, Tony. Hey, thanks for the call. I think a lot of people are with you. I'm amazed sometimes when I see the you know huge mound of snow on the top of a vehicle. Everything else is cleared off. They just you know they're carrying like a snow mattress on the top. It's incredible. Can't be safe. People uh, chiming in on the text board. Somebody who said people who think they're all weather tires are good for driving in the snow is their pet peeve. I don't use snow tires, and I you know I I'm not going to rail against the idea of snow tires. I'm sure they work great. I do think for most people, if you've been trained, if you've been molded, shaped by the Buffalo winters and driving in the snow, and, you know, quite frankly, you don't drive like an idiot, all-weather tires are probably going to do the trick for you in most cases. Now, if you live somewhere out there, you live in a very hilly area, something else like that, you're driving in the snow all the time, you want to drive fast, that's not going to be the case, but I, you know, I'll push back against. You can't use all wheel, wheel, uh, or excuse me, all weather tires in the snow. Let's go over to Scott. Scott, you're on WBEM. What's your pet peeve when the snow starts flying? My pet peeve are people that can't figure out what lane to be in. They can't de- decipher right or left, so they ride right down the middle of the road. And my second one is when they see my plow truck coming and they try to beat me to the draw. And pull in front of me, and I have to pound my brakes on to slow down for them. You pl- uh, you drive a plow? Yeah, I work for uh, Department of Transportation out of Hamburg. What's the? What are you supposed to do? So I'm out there, let's say early in the morning, and it's just me out there, and I see the plow trucks coming. A- am I supposed to wait for you to go through and then drive behind you? I mean, what's what's the you know standard procedure there? And, and- the circumstances, if you see me coming and you know that I'm going to be on top of you within a matter of seconds and they try to beat me to the draw because they don't want to get caught behind me. So they'll pull out in front of me, and then it causes me to have to slow down to a standstill, which in these big trucks is hard to get going again because a lot of us have stick-drive trucks. And then they'll stay right in the center of the lane. They won't move to the right or the left. They just pull out and leave you right where you're at. You know, this morning I'm out there, and you could probably speak to this better than most people, it's super slushy. Is this kind of snow worse than other snow? You know, it's thick and heavy and a, a little bit wet, and I, I feel like even though you can clear a street, you can't really get rid of the slush. No, absolutely. This is the worst snow for the simple fact is even at 20 miles an hour in one of these vehicles, 
with the with just the plow down without having our wings down, the slush will actually fly a good thirty foot to the right of our trucks. So it's really hard when you're going around a vehicle and they're trying to drive slow or cautious. You feel bad for them, but at the same time, for us to be driving 20 miles an hour all night long trying to clear a major highway is almost to the point where we would never get anything done if we couldn't at least stick to a speed limit of 35 mile an hour, which is basically what they allow us yeah. to do. Then people get mad at you. That's our top speed when we're in plow situations. And it seems fast, but really at 35, it takes a lot, you know, a long time to get your road done when you have, you know, 30 or mi- 30 miles of road to clear. Yeah, for sure. Well, hey, Scott, stay safe out there. Thanks for the call. Enjoy uh, talking with you. Uh, I, the one thing I noticed, all right, so we got a lot of text into the text board, a couple of callers in. Well, uh, you know, what's your pet peeve when the snow starts flying? Very simple question. And whether it was myself the two uh, people you just heard there, or everything I'm reading of what you're sending me to 803-0930, if you want to weigh in, by the way, the text or call, everything has to do with driving. Nobody's saying, oh, you know, my biggest pet peeve when the snow falls like this, it's a heavy snow, even though it's only like three or four inches, I have to shovel, you know, uh, uh, 10 yards of snow down the driveway and lift it up, and it's, uh, you know, very hard work, takes a lot out of me, yada, yada, yada. No one's saying that. Every complaint everyone has about the snow has to do with the roads. <laughs> I don't know. It might say something about us. Are, are we, you know, generally speaking? And everyone complains about everyone else. No one wants to raise their hand and admit that I'm uh, the bad driver on the road, <laughs> for sure. Uh, but th- I thought that was pretty interesting. That's every complaint so far right now is something to do with driving, something to do with the roads. Something about that when the snow starts flying. At home, you got to move it. Um, you, you know, maybe you have a roof that isn't pitched very steep. You got to remove the snow off your roof. No one's complaining about that. I have to run to the supermarket. Oh, that's the worst. That's the worst when the snow starts flying. 803-0930 if you want to join. And, and, you know, I also mentioned the second part of this with the Buffalo Auto Show. I am very interested. How much does snow and driving in the snow Play into what you buy. Because what you buy, I'm assuming for most of you out there, unless you're, you know, you got a garage full of cars and you're, you're switching them out, depending on the forecast for the week. You're driving that car 365 days a year. And you have, you know, what, 10 days a year where snow is maybe a, a big factor driving? You know, it depends on where you live, south towns, north towns, in the city. But it's not that much more than that. Yet I think snow is a pretty big factor. You know, if you're going to the auto show and you're uh, you're, you're taking a look at something, uh, you know, I don't know how this will handle in the snow. I don't know. This This will be fun for 355 days a year, but that extra 10, I'm not sure. Does that play a factor for you? 803-0930? We'll be right back on uh, BMAS and Beamer on WBEN. Welcome back. BMAS and Beamer here on WBEN. Brian Mazarowski here with you for the next half hour or so. Joe is uh, here later on in the afternoon. And for Tom Bowerly, um, you know, talking about a lot of things, especially the snow, which is expected to probably get worse 
as the day goes on. Um, you know, plows will continue to make the pass, but it's going to keep snowing uh, probably a little worse for the afternoon commute than it is right now. So just keep that in mind. Keep it locked to WBEN for all of the updates. We're talking uh, a couple of things. Pet peeves when the snow flies. What is it? I thought it's been, you know, kind of funny that everyone's pet peeve in the snow. You know, there's no, oh, I got to go out and remove the snow, snow blow, rake the roof, something like that. No, it's all about driving. <laughs> there's nothing, nothing else. It's all about driving. And, you know, with the auto show in town, how much does snow factor into when you buy a car? I mean, you only have a few days like this, really, a year. I mean, the winter's long, but there's really only, what, like 10 snow days or something like that? Uh, and I think it's a pretty big fa- I know it was for me. I think it's a pretty big factor when you buy a vehicle, just 10 days a year. It kind of sounds crazy when you put it that way, but what is it for you? 803-0930 if you want to weigh in this morning. Uh, first, I want to go to the text board. <laughs> I love this because it starts with, all right, I live in Tonawanda. I am 59 years old and a great driver. Oh, oh hold on, buddy. What? You can let us be the judge of that. I don't think you get to comment on your own drive. Everybody thinks they're a great drive. But nevertheless, I'll uh, let you slide on this one. We'll assume what you're saying is correct. You're a great driver. Uh, but they say that there is a difference between all-weather tires and winter tires. Uh, winter tires definitely gives you an edge in the winter. Now, listen, I again, I, I'm not saying that they don't. I would only push back on people who say that everybody needs the winter tires. If you don't have winter tires, you're an idiot. You know, like I said, there's, for most people, now it's going to be very different if you live out in Collins than if you live in Tonawanda. But for most people, we are talking about like 10 days a year. And if you are smart about driving in the winter, the all-wheel tires, you know, again, assuming they're not bald tires, can probably get you through just fine. For the most part. I'm not saying winter tires don't help, but it's like an added bonus. I, I, don't, I wouldn't go as far to say everybody needs it. And a, a firefighter chiming in to say fire hydrants not being shoveled is his big pet peeve. Hopefully everyone who uh, lives right in, uh, behind, actually, one of those fire hydrants, keeps that in mind today and uh, every time it snows. Let's go to the phones. Bobby in Tonawanda. You're on WBEN. Uh, what's going on? What's your pet peeve? My pet peeve are two things. I have a four-wheel drive, okay, and um, it's a Jeep Cherokee. And when the weather is really bad, I put it in full-time. When it's not real bad, I put it in part-time drive, okay? I have never skidded, never nothing, never had a problem. But you get these people behind you that are right up your tail, where if you had to stop right away, they're going to hit you. Or what they do is they go around you real fast to cut ahead of you. And that drives me crazy because that could cause an accident. Bobby, I, um, you know, I'm right there with you. The tailgating in the snow, I never understood that. You have to be very confident. You better have your snow tires if you're going to tailgate somebody uh, when it's snowing, even if there's only an inch or two on the ground uh, like there is right now. I mean, that it is crazy uh, how many people I see do that. When people go around you, 
Bobby, I that doesn't bother me as much because, you know, to me, I just go, well, hey, I hope I don't see you in a ditch down the road. Right. The other thing that drives me crazy is when the plows come down the street, they go 30 miles an hour. All that heavy ice and snow goes on your sidewalk and your apron. Okay? There's no reason for them to be going 30 miles an hour down the street. I appreciate that. Bobby, you said you mentioned uh, a Jeep. Yes. I I don't know how old or new this Jeep is, but when you bought that car, how much was snow on your mind? A lot. Is is it worth it to have a snow-ready vehicle if it's only, you know, how often would you say that comes in handy? Oh, when the snow gets like this, uh, a lot. All right. Well, hey, I appreciate the call. Thanks for listening, Bobby. Um, I like one person chiming in on our text board who gave me a non-driving uh, thing. I, I like this. I hate tracking snow into the entryway into my house. Love it, right? That Who doesn't hate that? You have to put on boots to take out the garbage or just to go get the mail. I agree with you there. I like to think I'm prepared for that. I don't track that much snow into the house. I have the mats down. The boots go there. But let me add to that text message. I am, it's taking off the shoes. It's maybe once out of every 10 to 15 times can I take off my shoes after being outside in this where I don't get my socks wet. It always happens to me. And it's annoying. Walking around in a damp, and it's only one of them too. You know, first shoe off is fine. You kick it off. You don't get your sock wet at all. Second one, then, you know, you're stepping in something else. You're using your foot, you know, to get the shoe off if you got stuff in your hands. And it's always one wet sock that you end up with. That's a pet peeve whenever it's uh, snowy or wet or anything like that outside. Always seems to happen to me, right? I don't, uh, <laughs> I don't really get it. I, you know, Bobby said it was important to her. To have the car that was ready for the winter for days like today. I have to say, you know, I'm like in between. This is my first winter. You know, I've lived in Buffalo, Western New York my entire life. This is my first winter where I have a car that I would say is good in the snow or winter ready. I've always done, you know, I've driven smaller sedans. Not really a winter Ized, right? Is that what you'd say? Winterized uh, cars before. I've never really had that much of an issue. You just know your limitations. It is nice, though, to have a car that you can trust a little bit more. You can go a little bit faster. You, you know, don't have to avoid as many uh, snow humps uh, because you're up a little bit higher. Your tires might be a little bit bigger. It is nice to have that. Uh, but I, you know, I don't know after driving cars that aren't good in the snow if that's something, you know, now going back the next time, which hopefully isn't for a very long time, um, if that's going to be necessarily top of my mind. I guess it depends on when you buy the car, too. I mean, if you're going to the auto show today, how is snow not on your mind when you're looking at some of these cars? It's got to be a tough sell. For, like, the smaller electric vehicles. Now, some of the, they, they got, like, the electric F-150 there. I mean, that's not, that's maybe changing how you think of an electric vehicle. 
But if you're going out there today, it's snowing, it's flying around this afternoon, it's a little tough to get there, and you're looking at like a smaller EV, eh, I <laughs> might be a tougher sell than if it was during the summer and everything was, you know, nice, right? Uh, to the text board, I, maybe this is the uh, same plow driver who uh, called us earlier. But, you know, what would Bobby like the plow drivers to do if not to plow? I mean, you know, plow driver has a good point there. You have to plow the street. The snow goes somewhere. You're not actively trying as a plow driver to plow in the front of the driveway. But at the same time, you can't, I mean, it's not a precision snow-moving instrument. I mean, you can't really help it. Imagine if the plow had to stop at every driveway, <laughs> lift the plow a little bit, put it back down. I mean, it would take forever. So there's a little bit of give and take. I know it stinks, but, you know. Uh, someone chiming in on the electric cars. If you're going, to, they got a lot of them at the auto show. You got a little bit of a sneak preview of that inside of our story at WBEN.com. But someone's saying, you know, oh, what makes me laugh is all these people who go for the electric cars and the hybrid cars, they're garbage in the snow. Eh, not always. I mean, it, it, a bad snow car is bad in the snow. I drove into work today entirely electric, and it, it's the best thing I've driven in the snow ever in my life. It was per- I, I had no problems doing anything. It was great. Powers through, it, you know, it gives you more power. You got more torque to blast through the snow if you need to be. Not that that was an issue this morning. But it was the best snow vehicle, or yeah, winter snow vehicle it is that I've ever had in my life. So I, I not all, people are still stuck in the mindset, I think. I think this is part of the point of the auto show this year, of what the dealers want to maybe change this in your head. Um, you still think like Prius when you think of hybrid or electric, but that's not really the case anymore. Prius in the snow is funny. Um, but you know, when they're coming out with this brand new, like all electric Hummer and all the new trucks and everything and all these, you know, crazy new electric vehicles, you can't just say that's bad in the snow. I mean, what would you prefer? I drove a Honda Civic. In the snow for, you know, years and years and years. Wasn't electric. Stunk in the snow. Not because of the drivetrain. It's because of the way the car is, uh, you know, situated. How low it is to the ground. You know, and a whole bunch of things go into that. I drove electric in. It was fine. It was great. And I, you know, I, I got the plug-in. So I got the gas to back it up too. And on being a good driver, I'll give this person a pass too. Maybe it's the same person texting in. I literally am a great driver. I drive a tractor trailer for a living. Have over a million miles under my belt with no tickets, no accidents. There you go. I, th- I think you qualify. I think you can call yourself a great driver. Even though we all do, you might have the resume and the paperwork to back it up. But that's they, you know, put that on there. People think they have four-wheel drive. You can drive like a maniac. And I will say I did have to stop myself on the storm on Martin Luther King Day. You know, first big snow 
that I've really had in my new car. And, you know, I'm cruising through. I'm like, wow. I mean, this is pretty nice. And I had to stop myself uh, going down Twin Cities in the snow and think, hang on a second. I don't want to turn into one of these people who are just blowing through and end up in a ditch somewhere or stuck in uh, some snowbank. Uh, because it, it is pretty easy to get used to. So you had to like do the mental check. Like, whoa, you know, I know I'm driving something better in the snow, but uh, yeah, I might want to, uh, you know, still take my time, have the skills, the winter driving skills still with me a little bit. Someone else agreeing with me on the wet socks. That's the worst part of the winter, wet socks. Also the worst part about having dogs and a toddler. At the water bowl, mystery water all over the house. You, you walk anywhere in the kitchen, you are asking for, <laughs> you're asking for, uh, you know, a little bit of a wet sock situation to happen. Someone else says they drive Uber 60 hours a week. Uh, Toyota sedan, front wheel drive. They put snow tires on there, no problems. That's right, I mean... Anyone can drive anything in the snow. I mean, within reason. Um, you're not going to have a foot of snow and be able to, you know, navigate a really low-to-the-ground car. But within reason, if you know what you're doing, you can drive any car in the snow. And I can say that from experience. You can make anything go and fit. It's not going to be the most pleasant ride all the time, but you can do that. I see an electric Hummer is flat out blasphemy. Eh, you know, I, I, I think it's a scary vehicle. It weighs like a million pounds. Goes zero to sixty in the blink of an eye. Wide as a school bus, and it's going to be driven by your next door neighbor. Does that make you feel confident? Mention that at the stoplight uh, around the corner from you? I don't know. No thanks. It doesn't do it for me. Uh, we'll go to John. John in Williamsville. You're on WBEN. Uh, what's on your mind? What's your big pet peeve when the snow starts flying, John? Well, the thing is, is the people aren't acclimated to it anymore. You know, they, they years ago, people were used to it. They dealt with it better. Today, yeah, you know, they they just say, you know, I can't do it. I can't do it. Years ago, when you had to get a job at a steel mill or someplace like that, you had to be to work. So you made your way through it. But I was talking to, uh, listening to you talk about the electric cars. And the electric okay. cars are a good thing. The only thing is the technology for the supply of energy is what's lacking. As far as power goes you take a train trains are diesel electric all the motor all the wheels are driven by electric motors they have a tremendous amount of torque tremendous amount of power and great control the only thing is in a train they have a generator instead of batteries and that's your big problem with the electric cars today is coming up with a reliable source of power that'll last long enough to get you where you want to go and so forth and so on control of electric car and the snow would be terrific because each and each wheel has its own motor. So you could have great control over it. And besides that, electronically, you can control the speed of those motors or the torque of those motors. 
It, it works. Plus, you got the battery weighing you down a little bit. You're a little heavier. Yeah, you're right. You got the weight, and 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 that's okay. But the thing, the big thing is the amount of time that you have, the amount of energy you have. Just like a car, if you got a gas tank that holds five gallons of gas, you're going to stop pretty often. It's the same thing. If you got a battery that only lasts, you know, for four hours, well, what are you going to do, right? So that's the technology that's lacking. They have to come up with a means of giving you enough energy in that vehicle that you can get to from point A to point B. Oh, yeah, John, you hit on it. And, you know, to your point, thanks for the call. You know, I, I wouldn't take a, a all-electric car on a road trip right now because when you run out of juice, how, how long are you waiting to fill up to make it to your next stop? It's like a two-hour stop. I hope it's not in the middle of nowhere. I, you get so many um, so many texts. As soon as you mention it, it's amazing how it's such a hot-button issue. I think it's that's like part of the polarization of you know everything, right? And people think you have to be like all in on one thing or another. Like if you say that, hey, I, you know, electric car, it's cool. I like it. Then you're all of a sudden in favor of changing everybody's vehicle to an electric vehicle and everyone has to drive it and they're the greatest things in the world and they're, you know, clean and, you know, all this stuff. That Like, no, that's not what I said at all. <laughs> you know, people get so defensive. I mean, they're not right for everybody. Not at all. I mean, you go on a road trip, like I said, I wouldn't take it on a road trip. In this climate, do you want full electric all the time? It depends on how often you drive. If you drive a lot, probably not. Because your battery in the winter isn't going to last as long. I mean, if you are like a normal driver, everyday driver, you drive like 50 miles or less every day, yeah, probably worth just fine for you. I, people are very heated. About their, you know, oh, well, this is, uh, oh, you're Mr. Electricity now. No, just, if you like it, sure. I mean, it's not, it's not forever. I, that's why I have the, uh, the both. I got the plug-in hybrid. I drive like 90% electric. And then I got a backup. I mean, it's not really a backup, but you got the hybrid engine too. So you can take a road trip. You can go to a gas station. You're not waiting like an hour. It takes you two minutes to fill it up if you need to uh, go. And that's the way That's the way to go for me. Someone said you could barely make it out of the state on a full charge. Like uh, 300 miles? How long is it to the border? I think it's – I think you can, you can make it out of the state on three to 400 miles of range, right? And, you know, the clean people. Oh, you know, that's it's not clean. Who ever said, did I ever say it was clean? I never said a thing about it's saving the environment. I don't know if it's saving the environment. Probably not. You look at how much it takes to make a battery. All the pollution that makes. And that's before the batteries even go good and you have to figure out what to do with them when they're dead. It's probably not the greenest thing in the world. No, maybe it's about equal. I don't know. <laughs> but people go full throat. Oh, it's the worst thing in the world. Oh, you're just another environmentalist out to get. Oh, no, I think it's cool. It goes fast. That's why I like it. <laughs> you know, not not everyone is uh, all in 
on whichever, you know, whatever they drive. Someone says, do you have a feature of car starter when you can uh, be warm when you get into the car? Yes. Oh, it's the, it's the greatest. It is the greatest. That is the one thing I will never. Heated seats, now a heated steering wheel I'll never do without in the winter, and something to warm your car up before you get in. Gone are the days. I mean, this is, right, how many people, not so much today. It's actually not that bad today, but, you know, some of these days in the single digits or zero degrees, how many people, right? It's like the story of Western New York. You open up that door, slam it shut, start the engine. You're gripping the steering wheel, huddled up there, bundled up in a million layers, just screaming. A bunch of words that I can't say on the radio right now. Uh, thanks to Jimmy uh, for keeping us up. He's been with me uh, the entire morning. Here on WBEN, I'll be back here tomorrow, WBEN. And, hey, keep it locked here. Not only do you have David Bellavia coming up next, you got Joe Beamer, and you have the news all day long, any important snow updates you need to know, other than just uh, all of us saying our pet peeves all the time, here on WBEN. His karate lessons might not turn him into a black belt. hi And even after band camp, he might not be the greatest musician. But with the 3% annual percentage yield you can earn on a PenFed premium online savings account, your goal of supporting his dreams... Thanks for everything, Mom and Dad. ...will always be worth it. Apply today at PenFed.org savings. Federally insured by NCUA. $5 minimum to open account. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed. PenFed's got great rates for everyone. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this... Why? A lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale with Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases and shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval, no minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details.